Hello there. This is Erickson uh, with Blaine Morris LLP, bringing you your weekly Tech Law 10. This is podcast number 132. Of course, I'm jo- joined, like always, uh, as always, by Jonathan Armstrong over in the UK. And this is going to be somewhat of a two-part um, podcast. We're going to begin by talking about something you've been discussing on the BBC and elsewhere regarding a negative online review. Talk to us, Jonathan. Well, thanks, Eric. Uh, uh, Jonathan.Armstrong at CaudryCompliance.com. Greetings to you all. Yes, it's true. I've been uh, talking a bit on the the BBC about this case that they've found of um, Tony and Jan Jenkinson. Now, uh, if they're not familiar to you, they were a couple who decided to break a journey to visit family at a hotel in Blackpool. Now, Blackpool is, um, now what would be the equivalent? It's sort of the Las Vegas of the northwest of England, Eric, in your terms. <laughs> so so not, not like Hartlepool, where you hail from. No, no, although we do have our own slot machines and one-armed bandits there as well. But, but uh, here they um, managed to book a hotel room for £36 for the two of them, including breakfast. And surprise, surprise, for £36, roughly $50, I guess, the room wasn't fabulous, and they left a bad review on TripAdvisor. They uh, didn't like the room and thought that there were some electrical issues as well. Um, they um, then uh, looked at their credit card statement and saw that they'd been fined £100 by the hotel for leaving a bad review on TripAdvisor. And the hotel said, yeah, well, our booking terms and conditions do say Uh, For every bad review left on any website, the group organizer will be charged a maximum £100 per review. So it's a good job they didn't go to multiple sites. Um, The Jenkinsons complained. Uh, They said that there were various issues with the hotel and that they didn't read the booking terms. And they said that they were going to fight it. They've involved trading standards, so uh, so a fair trading body that we have on a local basis in the UK. And um, they've sort of prayed in aid some new rules that we have had in this year, or which have been toughened up this year, on transparency and fair trade in online contracts. They're very, very complicated rules, Eric. There's a review of them on our website. I don't intend to go into them in detail. But the Trading Standards uh, Department have moved in. They're looking at, the, um, at whether this is an unfair trading practice, so more or less along the lines of the Fair Trade Act type litigation that the FTC might bring in the U.S. And um, the couple have also asked their credit card company to review the, um, uh, the charge. And it seems as if the hotel have relented. Now, we've seen uh, before, we talked about the Union Street case in New York, similar cases. But I think the difference here in the UK is this uh, new trading standards legislation, which makes it more challenging, I think, for hotels to uh, fine people in this way, even if it's a good idea commercially. And you've got to question whether that's the case or not. And, And I think we have seen, as far as sites like TripAdvisor are concerned, that there are winners and losers in the digital environment. There are those who try and almost bully uh, travelers into taking down reviews or put their side of the story. 
And then there are other more astute, I think, hoteliers and restaurateurs that say, you know, thanks for the feedback, we can learn. And in some cases, I've seen them even say, you know, we've sat down the team in the restaurant and told them, you know, never to deny the fact we have salt or whatever it was that the individual was complaining about. I think this is a bigger challenge, however, for hoteliers and particularly for restaurateurs. And the reason for that is obviously a lot of people now are posting comment on mobile apps. I just looked at a at a restaurant that I'd been to on TripAdvisor last night, and all of the most recent reviews were via mobile. And I think what people are doing is they're giving very immediate reviews, particularly of restaurants, when they might be you know tired and emotional. I've uh, I've seen one review, for example, that has you know bad punctuation and spelling. That's not necessarily a crime but talks about how um, he didn't feel uh, uh, good about the bill afterwards. And one of the things he says is that he and his partner had drunk a bottle of wine between them. Now, that might not be <laughs> the best preparation for posting an online restaurant review. And the difficulty, I think, for the restaurant being, uh, uh, you know, being fair about it is that a bad review once given is hard to remove and we know that some business rivals are posting bad reviews as well you know to hit the new kid in town a new restaurant or a new hotel that they want to get a bad start uh, from from the get-go so i think it's an involved issue i think if you're thinking of fining people who come to your establishment for a bad review that's certainly not likely to be a good idea in uh, in Europe, at least, where these type of trading regulations exist. But I think, Eric, you had some more thoughts uh, coming up to the holiday over there on travel in general and the mobile world, building on these uh, uh, the, the Jenkinson case over here. Yeah, I think you've touched on a lot of the important points. Um, you know, my reaction and probably the reaction of many Americans to this case is, you know, it's problematical. I mean, we certainly over here value our free speech rights and do not think kindly upon anything that restrains free speech. Here, the irony also was this particular, you know, hotel didn't want to have, have any negative buzz about it. But look what it's done. I mean, this is mm. like the, the parade of horribles. Like by trying to quash people's ability to fairly comment on the hotel, it doesn't put the hotel in a very good light whatsoever. And the truth of the matter is, and I think you pointed to this is, you know, the best thing to do is to have a dialogue online. If there's mm -hmm. actually a critical comment, the hotel can respond and say, thank you for your comment. We value your business. We've looked into it. And indeed, either you're right or you're wrong, but here's how we're going to deal with it going forward. And to be a place where they're actually interacting with their customers instead of, you know, uh, gagging them. So I don't think that's a good business practice for the business, whether there's a legal issue or not. Um, but yes, you know, now we are moving toward at least our Thanksgiving, which is coming up uh, here in two days in our country where we try to be thankful. And, you know, because of modern technology that gives rise to, you know, transportation like airplanes and cars and things like that, we're actually able to see family members and dear friends who live in other parts of the country. However, this does tend to be the busiest travel time in the U.S. historically. We've had blizzards across the northern mm -hmm. states, and it makes traveling actually uh, quite difficult and harrowing and a hassle for some people. So now with our 
you know, sort of further technology in terms of communications, we can deal with people uh, without actually having to go across the country and sit right in front of them. We have wireless mobile phones. We can send emails back and forth. We can rapid fire text messages. We can see each other over Skype or FaceTime. We can send instant messages over a variety of different means like Gmail and Facebook. We can post photos and videos on Instagram and also Facebook. And we can send disappearing images to and fro on Snapchat. And the list goes on and on to the point where, frankly, even if we're not physically present with our family and friends, we might get enough of them, if you know what I mean. Uh, mm. as, I pointed, as I pointed out in my blog today, the, the only thing we're really missing in that setting is the hug. So perhaps the next big thing will be the virtual hug. And when you invent that app, Jonathan, like the, the cure-all app for acne that we talked about probably a year ago, <laughs> I will yeah. download, that, download that app and I will give you a hug. So that's sort of my uh, 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 humorous take on, on the holidays vis-a-vis tech. Uh, any further comments, Jonathan? I think you've covered it all. I mean, I think that's the one thing that we're uh, that we're missing. And uh, <laughs> and and from, from my point of view, when that happens, it'll be a be a dark day, but uh, <laughs> but an unusual <laughs> one as well. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we're going to close out this particular tech wall channel. I believe it's been our 132nd, and we're going strong. So please keep up with us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know the drill. Uh, my email is ejsinrod at dwaynemorris.com. Jonathan, why don't you wrap it up? Thanks, uh, jonathan.armstrong at cordrycompliance.com. Do connect with us in the usual way. If you want to V-hug us, then, uh, then please do so. And we'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers.